we, it looks like we are. No, we have okay, to so stop. No, 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 this is not good because it's taking us the wrong way. So I have to stop. <laughs> I have to stop this. You disabled it. Okay. I have to stop it. Um, how can I? No, I don't want to. Um, okay, maybe we, you know, I don't know. It's beautiful. So. <laughs> Michael, I don't know what's going on. We're having one of those days. Okay, I think we're live, and I think we're we're live. Okay, so there. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we're just going mad here because I'm late. I lost track of the time. I'm just such a terrible person. No, you're not a terrible person. <laughs> Don't do that. So if you're all listening in on our little private conversation, <laughs> oh, we're, not, we're not private anymore. No. Okay. All right. I I, I really do need a drink now. I. <laughs> Tough. You know, too bad. I, tough titty, as we used to say. I'm so sorry. Oh. All right. So, all right. So we had a little time issue. We're here now. So what? You know? Do you know what? This was the exact same time we got on. on Monday. We, we were 14 minutes late on Monday, and we're 14 minutes late today. But that's oh, who cares? We're here now. Yes, I'm so sorry. It's all my fault, folks. No, don't, don't, don't do that. We're all good. Okay. So Michael, what have you been doing for the last two days since I saw you last? I'm in jet lag today. I was flying back from North Carolina yesterday. So oh, wow. um, well, thank you so much. Excuse, anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you so much for, for being willing and for doing this. I I'm really grateful. I feel like I know you. It's my pleasure. You know, I do. I, it, it was, even though we were having so many challenges the other day, it was so lovely. And, and thank God not today. No. <laughs> Being facetious. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's our energy. Maybe we, maybe we're just too wild. Too much, for the, too much, too which, much. Good too, energy. We're too much. So how was the trip? How was it flying? Because I read a thing this morning in the New York Times that they're about to consider doing mask mandates again in, in a third of the country because the COVID's crazy again. What was it like for you flying? Well, we're, we all wore masks. Uh, okay. That, but um, That's not the law anymore, though. No, and people, a lot, getting on, people didn't, but once people, most of us wore them for most of the trip anyway. It's ridiculous because you wear the mask, then you take it off to drink and eat or whatever you're doing. Mm. Uh, I was right. on two flights so neither one served food so i didn't have to worry but um you know i i suppose it helped somewhat to keep it all down COVID. <laughs> i don't yeah. know i don't know if the masks you know stuff can get into the mask somebody i read somewhere that the germs can get in from the side of the mask and they they, they gather around so anyway wear your masks folks but but you're not a, but you weren't a nervous traveler or anything I used to be. I'm not anymore. No. So how how was it for about you? COVID? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. How yeah. were you at the beginning? Like, what did you? I want to talk about you and your husband because you have a successful, lovely, happy marriage, which is fabulous. Yeah. Um, how how did you guys cope? What what did you? How did you entertain yourselves uh, when we were in lockdown and stuff? I think we led a pretty normal life. I mean, we still did you? movies. We just wore our masks and. Um, Pretty normal. Wow. Uh, no parties, but uh, we're not partiers anyway. We don't party particularly. I mean, we have friends and we have dinner occasionally, but but I haven't. I've been lucky. I haven't been 
we haven't we haven't been sick we both got shots so so far so good and it's just been a i never thought i would live to be in a pandemic did you i mean that was something that happened years ago with the asian flu and all that stuff it's it's shocking it's shocking and and when they told us we were going to be locked down for two weeks i was like what do you mean i can't stay home for two weeks and then oh. i was home for two years and two months it's like wait a minute that how did that happen but you had each other so that we was yeah that's pretty wonderful how yeah. did you guys how did you meet and at what stage in your career did you guys meet well um we've been together now 33 years we've been married 31 fantastic so we met at a party that you know about and um actually it was a 12-step program and um i love that's that. how we met that's how we met and he kind of sidled up and he knew my friend, my best friend, and I was in town in LA visiting. I was living in New York at the time, and he kind of sidled up and asked for my phone number. And um, I'd been alone for a while, and I, I said, "Give it to him." <laughs> I love that. Ever since, yeah. And do you think your relationship has benefited by the fact that you have recovery in your life? And absolutely, absolutely, no question. Do you use that? I, I have a thing called um, the 12 steps for relationships, which I haven't read in a long time and I should probably read again. But do you bring that into, do, do you fair fight? Do you, do you I use the- He does. I don't oh. fair fight. I mean, <laughs> but he, he's, he's pretty good um, for the most part, but I can get him if I really try. You can drag him down into the- Yeah, I mean, I guess. Did you have a mean streak? this wide sometimes and I do I mean I go for the jugular but when I feel cornered you know uh, but he John is an amazing guy because he always comes in and sits down and says all right let's hash it out and, you know he's never walked out oh uh, back in when we first met he was still smoking I was not but um we got into some I'd come off an abusive marriage. And so we got into something. We were yelling at each other and he started to leave. And, and I thought, there he is, he's walking out. Oh, just another one. And he, he said, I'm going out on the patio to smoke a cigarette and then <laughs> back for round two. <laughs> and I knew I'd met my match. <laughs> you know, today for me is 38 years since I quit smoking cigarettes. Uh huh. And uh, so, yeah, those were the Love days. I just loved it. Me too. The terrible thing, but I loved it. I miss it. For me, it was the hardest thing to quit. Yeah, me too. Of all the things that I've quit, I'm still on sugar. I love. I, love, I just had a Tootsie Pop. I was going to ask you, how have you managed through your career because you've maintained the, your girlish figure? How how? Hardly. How disciplined or how strict are you with yourself? And do you have a, like a regular diet that you follow or what do you do? Um, exercise. I know you did. Do you still dance? 10 pounds over what I should be, but um, because I'm happier when I'm thinner, but um, I'm, I'm old now and you know, nobody cares. So it, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to really be that as, diligent as I was when I was younger. And, uh, were you were you strict with yourself? Did you 
I was always on a diet, it seemed, you know. I've always, always been on a diet. Yeah, and it, it gets really boring. But now I eat pretty healthfully. I don't, I don't eat much breakfast. I eat a little bit and uh, I'll have a late lunch and an early dinner of salad usually with everything in it because I don't like cooked vegetables that much, but mm -hmm. put everything in a salad. Okay. And will you have, will you let yourself have dessert? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I just had a Tootsie Pop. I, <laughs> I just had a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> and how, have, have you been healthy in your life? I'm blessed with good health. I do think a lot of health is genes. I, I think if you got, if you're blessed with good genes, um, you can be, a, I know a lot of very, very healthy eaters who just eat veg, vegetables and chicken and fish. And as I did at one time, and the doctor mm -hmm. said, my hair was falling out and I was weak and I was eating so healthfully. And I went to the doctor and nutritionist and he said, you know, you are eating really well, but not for you. I said, what do you mean? He said, you need red meat. And wow. Are you, uh, are you a type O blood? Are you a blood type O? Yes, I guess whatever that is, but yes. I, toward anemic, I get anemic if I don't eat red meat. This so is my I mother too. So yeah. what a lovely thing to have to be told to do. <laughs> eat red meat. Well, you know, at that time I didn't really want to, and, and now I don't eat that much, but I, I do a meat and a salad. So what do you, so do you think, what would you tell me, what do you think is the secret of the longevity of your marriage? Because 31 years is pretty astounding. 33 years together. That's pretty special, especially in Hollywood, that whole lifestyle. Well, John is a pretty stable guy. Mm -hmm. um, Not in show business or is he in show business? He's a lawyer. He's an attorney. Mm -hmm. um, the LA attorney, they always call him in whenever you know, do a newspaper interview, married to the LA attorney. Um, he's, he's a stable man and a good man. And I recognized that when I first met him, I knew he was a good person. I could see it in his eyes. He's got those uh, really mm. warm, kind eyes. And, um, and he wasn't my type. Uh, what, what did that mean? What does that mean? He didn't need to be rescued. Uh -huh. you know, he didn't I always tend to go to the man who's or in the past you know who's like you know the head and the hands and he needs a mommy or whatever and, um I, John didn't need that he didn't need anything he just thought I was terrific and I loved it I loved it were you did you have a good relationships with you I know your father was a secret agent man did you have a good relationship with your parents did you come from a loving home I did, but um, but they were complicated people. They weren't um, the Waltons, they, but they tried to be. Let's put uh -huh. it that they tried to be the Waltons. I mean, we lived on a 21-acre farm. It was beautiful, paradise for kids. Wow. People who had owned it before were horticulturalists, so there were pear trees and peach trees and cherry trees and grapevines and everything. It was just marvelous and I milked three goats before I went to school in the morning and three goats at night before I went to bed and uh, fed the pigs I did all of that because I was a little thief and I stole money from my dad yeah, we talked about that uh, we, you and I have that in common yeah candy so anyway he, he I think he handled it well don't you think I do think and so, and you also have a good work a good work ethic as a result probably did were they screamers is that where you learned that kind of fighting did you have that kind of home no they weren't 
they weren't. My mm -hmm. mother, I mean, they were a very lively couple. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, the, the dining room table would get tipped over occasionally. So it, it was <laughs> and very interesting people would come out on the weekend from New York, you know, people who wrote editors on Esquire. And oh, and wow. My, my parents knew a lot of very interesting people. So it was kind of an interesting childhood. I would sit on the steps and listen to them and they were funny and witty and all of that, and a little nuts too, which is always good. And uh, well, they obviously had a sense of humor. They named you they Michael, did. which we was always had good meals on the table. And we were, you know, sometimes there were my third grade teacher was a really good friend of mine. She became mm -hmm. a very close friend. And um, she said, I, I really thought your parents were kind of crazy. <laughs> they were alive and very, uh, they were good. I missed them. Yeah. And were you close to, were you close to your siblings? A lot of sisters and a brother. Yeah, kind of very close, especially my, my deceased sister, Gretel, who was 11 months Sorry. younger than I am. We were very close and all of them were close there. You know, it's amazing. We're, we're a good family considering how screwed up we all are in, in our own ways, but none of us are serial killers or thieves <laughs> or, you know, we're very, we're very uh, respectable in many ways. And um, my parents were good. What, was alcoholism in your family? Was it? They drank a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, did your siblings, did that, is that something that got passed down? My deceased sister was a, had been a drug addict for quite a while. She was a drug addict, um, hard drugs. I, I, I never did drugs, so. Um, but the, in those days, in the you know in the fifties and the what my father was doing and all that, people drank. It was just yeah. there was never a, a a dinner party without a tray of like a, a cocktail bar almost with bottles and ice and glasses and you know it was just part of the deal. It never was a big thing for us. Cocktail hour was the thing ever in the six you know in the fifties. Started and early and <laughs> Yes. So so the family. Okay, so I asked you uh, on Monday about how you came to theater, and you were talking about boarding school and and starting to perform there. But did you go on? Or did you go on to study? Yeah, because you've done so much theater. Did you study with? Oh, I did. I, I sure did. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, I did. Uh, I went to uh, English boarding school for ballet, but mm -hmm. um, the teacher came up to me and said, "Mike, you know." you're not really a very good dancer. Why don't you think about becoming a special drama student? <laughs> so that's what I, they had a special drama department in this dance school. Mm -hmm. So I took dance and mostly I specialized in the drama, but I had dance classes as well. And it was wonderful training, really was. I, I you know, it's English. So voice production, Shakespeare, we were doing that at 11 and 12 years of age. Fantastic. Here you have to wait till you go to college before you you know, and I remember coming back to high school and the teacher saying, brace yourself, kids. We're going to start doing some Shakespeare. <laughs> and I thought, shame on you. It's Shakespeare's wonderful. But she was presenting it to the kids as if it was some horrible foreign language that they had mm. to learn. That Did that come naturally to you? Did you understand Shakespeare when you were studying Shakespeare? Kind of, just on a visceral level, I, I guess, I, I, I got it, and I still do. Um, it, it, 
it's not that hard really i mean it's just like i, I mean it's just a more formalized way of speaking but it's still all the emotions he's got brilliant brilliant i wonder who he really was i mean i wonder if they're really there's so much speculation about whether shakespeare mm -hmm. was more than one person and mm -hmm. um, whatever have you, pl have you played oh, a now. favorite shakespearean role I played Virgilia opposite Paul Schofield, and that was that was amazing because he's such an amazing actor. And um, but I wouldn't say I played the great female leads. Uh, Is that I, something you'd still like to do? I'm too old now. There are very few. There's Volumnia in Coriolanus, but there are very few uh, parts except the nurse in Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Um, I don't. I think I've outgrown it now. But mm -hmm. as a young person, Shakespeare is just, it's like a fabulous meal, you know, it's like a gourmet meal to do Shakespeare because of the language. Are there, are there roles that you still, I mean, I, and I know the roles get thinner and thinner as, as we get older, but is there anything that you haven't played that you'd still love to sink your teeth into? Something that's already been written? Because hopefully someone will write something for you in the future. That'd be nice. Um, what would they write? Nobody really knows. My husband says I have a mean spirit this big, so I guess knows how mean I can be. Um, have you played? Have you played nasty? Have you played nasty? Yeah, parts? I played a really nasty grandmother in SVU. I think an abusive grandma. I have, but uh, I and they're much more fun to play. I was going to ask you, was it fun? Much more fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You get to let it all out, and you get paid for it. Um, what What's the grandmother that you're playing in Monster in the Jeffrey Dahmer story? What What I know she's she's oblivious, but what would you say? What was she like? Um, she's very Midwestern, and you know what What's in that bag, Jeffrey? Pulling <laughs> up body parts, you know. Did you use that accent? That smell. <laughs> And um, it's dead, dead body, Grandma. No, um, I guess denial is a powerful thing. It's a powerful mm -hmm. mechanism, defense mechanism. And she must have been in complete and total denial. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I look at oh, my grandson's living with us. He's, yeah. You saw him. He's downstairs. I should get him up here just because he's so gorgeous. Oh, his heart is as gorgeous as his face. And if I suddenly discovered he was a serial killer, I'd kill myself. I mean, I can't imagine what that would be like for a normal, I mean, she was a perfectly normal person. And seemingly this little grandson that she loves so much has done the terrible things that Jeffrey Dahmer did to people. Is he at all sympathetic in this? Um... I haven't seen the early, I don't know the earlier episode. I only know the ones I was in, mm -hmm. um, but I, Evan Peters plays him, and he is the most likable human being you could ever want. And in our wow. scene together, it was easy for me to love him mm. as a grandma. He's uh, there's something very um, open about his acting and his, who he is as a person. Um, so yeah, I, I I can see that you 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 just don't want to believe anything like that about somebody you love. Awful. I mean, I think of people, mothers of murderers, you know, when they. And then the blame, the guilt you must feel. What did I do? How could I have done something so wrong? 
But Jeffrey he, Dahmer, have you ever seen the interviews with him? I don't think I have. He, he talks about, he said, you know, something is wrong with my brain. So you wonder sometimes whether that is actually the truth. I don't know. I'd actually, I'm going to go look those up because I'd like to see those before I watch the, I guess there's no yet air date for when we can see Monster. September. Oh, okay, no. good. Okay, good. I'm looking forward to well, it. I don't know exactly when, but they, they've said now, definitely September. But, um, but I watched, I tried to find interviews with her and mm -hmm. there was video of her, but no, uh, nothing where she was verbalizing anything that mm -hmm. I could find anyway. Okay. You just disappeared. Uh -oh. um, but uh, he was interesting because he talked about what he did uh -huh. as if he were talking about, yeah, and then I went to the grocery store and I got apples, but they, because they didn't have any pears. So I had to get apples and. Um, wow. Yeah. And, you know, just matter of fact, what do you want to know? I'll tell you everything you want to know. Wow. That's no, really uh, scary. No, he wasn't dead. Mm -hmm. but there was no feeling of remorse or it was like he was giving a report yeah was, so like a sociopath is that what a sociopath is sociopath. yeah married a couple of those too but never <laughs> so okay so let's talk about it so you you married the first time very young peter donat so he was were, wonderful he was not a sociopath he was a dear man yeah and you were married a long time and you worked together you you did, did. Theater together did. yeah we were, we were sort of the lunts of act so I want to ask you about that. So how was that? Because I was with men and I found there was ego stuff with, was he supportive of you as an actress? Uh, yes, he was. I sort of came in on his coattails, really. Um, ACT wanted him, so they took me. <laughs> and then um, as uh, I understudied and stuff, and then I found, I became a leading lady. I got it was wonderful and he has he was never competitive with me nor i with him uh, i respected I, I respected and loved him and uh, he did me too um it just we i was very young when we married and um, i think i needed to grow up on my own i i tried so hard to be the perfect 50s wife that you would mm -hmm. read about in the ladies home journal mm -hmm. which isn't really who i am i am mean as a snake so <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in some ways, we had a very good marriage, and in other ways, um, things went bad. And uh, for both of us, really. But you know, it was the '50s, and guys weren't as as well behaved as they are now. Oh God! Did you did you separate amicably, or was it yes. a nightmare? Well, it wasn't a nightmare, but it, I think it made him very sad. And me too. I mean, it was difficult. I didn't hate him, but I couldn't go on living the life that he was comfortable with. I couldn't do it. And I told him, I said, I, I'm going to die if, 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 thing, if we don't get counseling. And he did not want to get counseling. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's his right, I guess. But he, he did not want to go to. And I would have learned a lot of things about myself that would have mm -hmm. surprised me because I was supposedly the good guy in the marriage. <laughs> it's amazing how... Um, you learn sometimes later in life that you weren't such a good guy. You were kind of manipulative and all of that stuff. And I didn't know any of that. I just I thought he was the bad boy and I was the good, long-suffering wife. And uh, I was, I was wrong. I found out I was wrong. How did you manage uh, when you had your sons? 
you were doing theater. How did you manage to to have a career and be a mother? And before the Waltons, which I know got complicated too. But how did you how did you manage it when you were young, married with children, and doing theater? We had a wonderful woman. Well, first of all, Peter's brother helped out when we were in New York uh, off Broadway, and I didn't work all the time. It was here and now. You and now and then I'd get a part, usually because they wanted Peter and they'd take me along. Um, and then um, when I was in LA with the Waltons, I had a woman named in San Francisco, actually, when I was at the at ACT, mm-hmm. she lived with us, and she was. Um, she was just one of those people that you're so lucky. Um, she was an angel. She was a grandmother to the kids and a, mm. a mother friend to me. She was both um, a friend and, and, and she loved us. She just loved us. She loved being with us. She loved the kids. She loved me. And what more could you ask for? Mm. I, I couldn't have done it without her. I couldn't have done any of it. And she came to LA when I got the Waltons. And, and okay, we- th- okay, so that's my next question. So you were doing theater. You. Bill Ball, you did not want to leave ACT to go to LA. You did not want to audition for the Waltons. You did because? Well, I came down to learn the freeways in case an audition came up or something. And um, my agent said, you know, there's this part. They want a middle-aged woman with long red hair. And I said, well, I'm 32 with short, very short. I had very short blonde hair. Mm And uh, he said, well, I want you to go see about it anyway. So I did. And um, I remember seeing all these guys this long. I mean, Hollywood was sort of, you know, the big deal. But there, there they all were at this table, all men. And I went in in my little, my best dress that I had and my hair pulled up. And um, one of the guys who happened to be Lee Rich, the producer, but he said, would you be willing to test? And I said, well, I thought that's what I was doing. He meant screen test. And I said, oh, of course. And then the next thing I knew, I was was in a studio. Somebody was jamming this hat on my head, the hat that was worn in the show. Mm -hmm. And somebody handed me a dress and a a thing to, you know, like a suit or something that folded laundry. And my line was, um, John Boy, try this on. And then he comes out in a suit and I said, you look real good. That was it. That was my test. So really? I did not get the part based on my, my test. <laughs> I got it. Honestly, I got it because a wonderful woman who was the head of casting at CBS had seen my work at ACT. And the, the story that I heard years later was she wrestled Fred Silverman to the ground. Wow. Not for me. And that's before women's lib. And here's this woman who um, wasn't the prettiest woman in the world, very, very kind of ordinary looking and mm-hmm. but a dynamo and believed in me and had seen my work at ACT and really fought for me and God bless her because it turned my life around. And at the time, if I got this right, you were already not living with Peter and you were living with your sons. Were you living with your sons in a hotel? In a- no, 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 no. We had a house. I, we, my grandmother, bless her heart, when she died, left me a little money, and I bought a house for us in Toronto. And um, when Peter and I split up, um, I was able. To, I sold the house, and um, we we shared the, the money, mm-hmm. and um, I had enough to get us to L.A. I came down first 
got the job mm-hmm. and then I rented a house with the kids with, and brought the kids down. And Peter would see them on the weekends and so, cause he was in San Francisco. So it was only an hour away by plane, mm-hmm. but um, it was a big adventure and difficult at first. How was it for Peter that you struck this career massive success? You know, it must've been very hard cause I never cared. That was not my ambition was to be a big star. Mm. Not that I'm a big star, but you know, to be you a- are a big star, but no, I'm not. I'm on television. You're now. a four time but- Emmy went. No, don't do that. Yeah. And you're also a, a woman of the theater, a, a successful woman of the theater. Yes, yeah. I'm proud of that. But no, um, he he must have lost sleep over it a little bit because it's what he think. wanted so much. But he never, ever made me feel that he was jealous or anything more than supportive. He was a real gentleman. That's lovely. And he did an episode of the Waltons. How how did that come to happen? That was a little awkward. Uh, I asked, I asked, I asked for them to give him something. Uh, It was a little awkward. Yeah. Hmm. I felt it, it, it had always been the other way around. I sort of took the back seat. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and not that people were fawning over me or anything. It's just that I was at home on the set because I knew everybody and, and Peter was the, the guest. Right. And so it was, um, I felt upset for him, nervous for him, mm-hmm. but he was fine. He was okay. But it was just me being protective. You know? Did it, I think there's a sister program that I'm also in about women like us who are sort of protective of the men and the wounded animals, you know, about that other rescuer. Yeah. The rescuers. <laughs> so true. how did your, how did your, boys um how were they with the fact that mommy was gone a lot was that hard on them or did they Mm -hmm. sure it was um i mean in a way i'm grateful for the waltons because i had weekends off if Mm -hmm. i'd been still doing theater i would have had to go places i would have had to go on the road or whatever right you're not so lucky that you're always just, uh, I had gone to Bill Ball and said, am I coming back next season at mm-hmm. ACT? And he said, I'll mm-hmm. let you know. After, wow. after three and a half years there. And wow. so I thought I better get my ass down to LA and at least learn the freeways so that if an audition happens and I fly down, I'll, I won't arrive with sweat in my shoes. <laughs> and um, so that's, and it was just God's hand on my shoulder. Honestly, I, I believe that it was sheer luck. Okay. Oh, I was going to just ask you that. Do you believe in luck or do you believe, do you believe in destiny? I'm a, I'm a fatalist. I kind of believe that things are meant to be. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was meant to be. And, um, I really didn't earn it. Um, I just showed up and to any young actors, uh, that's what you do in life, just in general, show up for it. Is that something you still do? Are you a person who says yes to things? Have you ever said no to something and regretted it? Oh, I'm sure I have. I can't think of anything right mm-hmm. now, but I'm sure I've turned down parts or something that I wish I had done. Um, Did but, you ever covet a part that you didn't get that you tried for? No. Oh, I love this hesitation. That means no. That's very that's really wow. I mean, it's, my career was never the most important thing in my life. It was something luck, lucky that happened to me. And I enjoy it. I, I, I like working, especially mm-hmm. now that I'm old. But when my kids were little, they were the most important thing to me. So 
it was often a sacrifice to go off and work when I had these beautiful children at home that I had to leave behind. So um, I remember once we were, Peter and I were driving away and my, my son, Chris, little Chris running after the car crying. I mean, it was horrible, heartbreaking. And uh, so they paid a price, sure they did. And, um, and I did too, you know. Have, have you ha sat down and had that conversation with them as adults? Oh, sure, yeah, I mean, We've been in therapy. I mean, I got them into therapy once I had a little money, thank mm -hmm. God, with Waltons. And we've all had therapy and counseling and together. And my boys are, they're not boys anymore. Uh, they're really good men, good husbands, mm -hmm. loving fathers, loving sons to me. So I must have done something right. I've been singing the last couple of days, you know, that I must have done something mm -hmm. right. <laughs> and I find myself humming it lately. I think. Um, I had such a nice visit in Columbus with my middle son. Unfortunately, his wife has just gone through an operation, but um, oh, it was so nice sorry. with him and with the grandkids and with Becky. And um, I thought, you know, the golden years, they're, they're pretty, I was gonna swear, but I won't, but they're pretty- um, You can swear, you can say- I'll say crappy instead of shitty, but- oh, Shitty, shitty um, is absolutely fine. I have a potty mouth. You can go. But they're there. hard. It's hard. Um, Betty Davis was right. It's not for sissies, but um, I'm healthy. I have wonderful kids. Everybody's okay. Great grandkids. And I earned it. It's not that my whole life was like that. I earned it. I had to work hard on myself. I've worked hard. Mm -hmm. um, I raised my kids uh, to be good human beings. And mm -hmm. I'm proud of myself. I'm not patting, you know, what is- no. uh, Churchill says uh, uh, the, the definition of humility is an accurate assessment of your assets and liabilities. Oh, I like that. Isn't that good? Mm, so that's really I'm good. I'm very aware of my liabilities, but mm -hmm. I'm allowing myself to have some assets now. Good for you. I'm trying to learn that. I'm working on that right it, now in therapy. It takes a while. It yeah. takes a while. Self-esteem is it difficult. It doesn't mean you go around like, oh, good me. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. But you're able to acknowledge that deeply flawed as we are as humans, if you're human um but that i know you're a kind person i can see it in your eyes and you're probably oh. very kind you're very friendly very warm very beautiful thank you um all those things and um i can be that mean snake. i'd love to know what your childhood is was like well you know i'm, I'm gonna we're gonna go out for lunch we have if to you're go a mean snake it's because you've been cornered I, I, I'm a Scorpio. So yeah. So if, if somebody's, yeah. So what, if somebody's mean to me, you know, I can give that shit right back. But, well, that's um, good. Well, well, I work on that all the time, including last night. I'm working on the blueprint for progress. I, I, I'm constantly working on trying to not be reactive and to stay on my side of the street and all of that. And it's, it's you're always some hard for, if you're a sensitive woman and you're a feeling person, uh, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's I, hard. I, I'm a reactor too now. I was That's it, the reactor. Person. You weren't? No, I, I was the good, I was always, I, I don't know who that person was. She was a saint. I am no saint now. I'm, so I'm, wait, you, you mentioned that you were in abusive, you have been in abusive relationships. I I've been um, more than once. My last marriage was abusive on his part. And how, how did you get out of that? He left me and I did. He left you. Wow. Thank God. Good. Yes, I do. Lucky you. He's now a shrink.
wow. specializes in abusive relationships. So oh, 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 wow. <laughs> wow. And very, some very wonderful qualities too. Mm -hmm. Obviously I wouldn't have stayed with him for 15 years when we were together. Oh, wow. Um, but um, I think he was, uh, I, I'm not going to make excuses for him, but mm -hmm. I, I think it was hard for him because mm -hmm. he was, uh, he was not very at that time successful in his own life and here he was with a woman who was very successful i was at the peak of my career wow so i, I could not have been yeah. I, I understand but i understood a little too much mm. back then and should have should not have taken some of the stuff i took but it's okay did we'll you think that that helped you not put up with that kind of has, that, did that make you stronger absolutely yeah mm -hmm. i i set myself up as a victim in that marriage and um it was i would that would never happen again never um, i love the fact that you're with a good man who appreciates and loves you he's that's a good guy. he's a good guy and i give myself credit for spotting it and allowing it yes i told him when we first went out i said you're really not my type and he said what good. do you mean you're nice I said, yeah, you, you have a nice car. you got a job. You smell good. You think I'm terrific. You're just not my time. <laughs> oh, my God, what we do to ourselves. So, okay, so I want to go back to the work. I, I didn't ask you enough Walton's questions the other day, and everybody was kind of like, ask more, ask more. So did I did start to ask you this. Was it odd for you to be playing the mother when you were 31 and only 11 years older than Richard Thomas was? Did you feel maternal? Did you did you just embody that? I've always been older. You know, when I was 17, I was people thought I was 30. I've always mm. been maybe because I'm the oldest of six, you know, I'm the oldest daughter. Mm -hmm. um, and my mother kind of leaned on me because she was six six kids and she was an only child who grew up in Europe and she did she did some really marvelous things but mm. I think it, it took its toll on her mm. so there were times when as a kid I had to step up to the plate and I did so it wasn't that um wasn't that hard for me and um Richard he's just such a great guy I just loved them loved him right away um, you have beautiful chemistry with him as well. Yeah, and aside I, I, from Ralph, Wade, Ralph you have and Richard, both of them, they were both mm -hmm. just right there. Um, so Did you guys have fun? Was it a fun set? Oh yeah, especially with Richard. I mean, mm -hmm. Ralph and I were very close for a number of reasons, but um, but Richard was always cutting up and la making everybody laugh, and mm -hmm. uh, it was annoying sometimes because there were times I just wanted to go home and be with my kids. <laughs> Oh, you know, Richard loved and he had no other nothing pulling on him the way I did. So that when when two or three hours would go by that nothing, you know, where they were lighting or they were doing another scene and I had mm -hmm. nothing to do, but I couldn't go home. Sometimes it was frustrating for me. But um, he and John Ritter, you know who John Ritter is? I do. Oh. The two of them together mm -hmm. they would just have us crying with laughter. Mm -hmm. They were wonderful. And how what how is it now? How was it then? How do you learn lines? Do you have a trick? And is it something that is it a chat? I it would torture me. I'd be terrified. I don't audition because of that. I'd be terrified. How do you do it? Do you have a trick? 
no tricks. It's just grass assing. Pardon my language, but no, you're there's no apologies. We're on the internet. You can say whatever you want. But you really, um, I'm trying to learn on Golden Pond now, and I've played it before. Ooh. It was 15, 20 years ago with Tom Bosley. I did it. Oh, how fabulous. It's not just coming back. It's like I, it's, I'm starting all over and I'm sitting with the script and, oh, it's, it's hard work. When, you, when you're younger, it, it's easier because you rehearse and the lines just come. But at Did my, you rehearse with the Waltons? Did you have rehearsal? No, not really. Yeah, that's what I thought. So how did you learn your lines? And you did so many soap operas. How did you learn daily lines? Oh, my God. Well, one of the soap operas I did, I played a judge and I had to have the script because I had, I talked for pages. I don't know how those people do it, honest to God, hmm. but um, I, they, they have my utmost respect. They're good actors and they learn these pages of dialogue yeah. overnight. I don't know how they do it, but I mean, how many lines did I have in the Waltons? Mostly it was time for bed, kids. <laughs> More coffee, John? John Boy? Where's Elizabeth? whatever i mean very i didn't have that many lines to learn mm -hmm. i wish i'd had more actually but i had to be in the scene i had to be there ironing or doing uh and the, i said to the producer can't you just give me something to play i'm an actress and um he said we just want you in we want your presence the mother they want they wanted my presence so there were days where i did nothing say pass the sugar please or whatever and that made me crazy, made me crazy. Did your background growing up on a farm help you do things oh, more? Sure. Oh, you have a cute a, a little puppy I, back there. Yeah, that's Penny. You want me to lift Penny? Yes, TV. Come on. My cat usually hangs out in here too. Come here, baby. Come on, say hi. Oh, she's who's about, this? She's about as old as I am and dog you. Oh. What a sweetie. She is a sweet dog. And this cat that we just got is so mean. She just <laughs> flies there. And when Penny walks by, she just goes. <laughs> yeah, she cat so mean to you. But so yeah. you grew up around animals being on a farm. And, and, yeah. and did all of that help you be Olivia? Just having had that background, do you think? Sure. I, mm -hmm. I think so. And and then being a young wife married to Peter, you know, um, being a homemaker, I, all of that. Um, and a mother. It wasn't always kind of glamour and it's, you know, you, you start out and you're sort of at the back of the bus and you inch your way forward if you're lucky. I, I know so many good actors who never, quote, made it. I just was lucky. I had Ethel Weiner, excuse me, and I don't know. So how, what was that like for you, Michael, when, when your whole, when your whole life changed, when all of a sudden you went from this anonymous stage actress to an Emmy winning television star, what, how did your life change? Or well, did it? Good. I mean, it wasn't that much in the beginning, but it mm -hmm. seemed like a lot compared to theater salaries. Sure. And so I was grateful for that because mm -hmm. of my kids. Um, but I really didn't like being a celebrity. I didn't. Now I like it. I mean, how, I, how, why didn't you like it back then? Was it an annoyance that people were bothering unreal you? To me, it seemed unreal. And now I can handle it better. Mm -hmm. um, and I found that I, I, people find that I'm just, per, I'm just a perfect human being with all the flaws <laughs> and all the good stuff. And 
um, my my quote fans some of them have become very good friends mm. and, um you know it, it's not a big deal you know what is it like for you star. if i were a superstar people were pulling my clothes off most people are just they either don't know who i am or i'm not that recognizable and or or when they do know who i am they're just very sweet and is that a pleasure or an annoyance or both it's a pleasure mostly mm -hmm. uh once i was trying on underwear and eye magnets a long time ago when i was you know just starting on the waltons and and i suddenly looked up and there were people just <laughs> that that was a little unpleasant <laughs> kind of embarrassing thank god they were all women but still um, but no i i have never most of the people who come up are nice people most of them and there's an occasional jerk who talks about that, you know, when you're in the elevator and they know who you are. And then they start talking about that show that they didn't like, the, you know, that family. What? Yeah, I had that happen to me once. And oh. I knew exactly what the person was doing. I didn't, I didn't call the person on. I wish I had, you know, you look back and you think, mm. I wish I'd said something, but I didn't. It was just, How unkind. What, it, was wow. unkind. it was just unkind. Mm. So we started to talk about just before we finished last on Monday about why you left and you had started to say that you had gotten bored. I believe that was. And did you already have nurse or did that happen after you decided to it leave? happened after and I, I'm so grateful that CBS somehow forgave me because they don't like it when I mm. mean I left contractually I didn't break a contract or anything right. But um, still, they would have preferred if I'd stayed and they sure. were willing to pay a lot of money, but I just didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. And um, so I left and then Robert Hall. Had, had you banked a good amount of money so that you no, didn't have? Absolutely not. No. So, no, no. wow. Okay. It wasn't that much money compared to what people make now. It wasn't all that much. It was, to me, it was a lot, but really what, you know, over the years, by the fifth year, we were able to renegotiate our contracts and that that was then i was then making good money mm -hmm. but um before that really not um well so that was really ballsy to walk away from it I, to give I that up ballsy or stupid I, <laughs> which but um robert halmy um who produced nurse mm -hmm. oddly enough was a secret service in the hungarian secret service like your father. My father who was also in the secret service wow so that was bizarre and wow. and he he brought nurse to me and wait did your parents get to see your success my yeah they did they did they my parents are waspy bohemians and so they didn't care big deal yeah no. i mean i think they were proud but they weren't proud they were just, I think if anything, they were a little, they didn't want to make a big deal off that, you know. Did uh, they get to see you win um, an Emmy Award? They did. Oh, come on. They now were that there, had to... but they were alive. Yeah, they were still alive. Yeah. That had to. No? I think, no, I think my father probably was more so than my mother. Hmm. My mother had her own issues. Jay Leno said that when he was on the cover of Time magazine, he called his mother to tell her and she said, oh, I, we don't get that here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, gosh. That's why we're in show business. <laughs> no, my parents were very sophisticated and, and so sophisticated that it wasn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. 
but I think secretly my, I know my father was pleased for me, pleased that, you know, that I was making money and sending my kids to good schools and all of that. And I think he was proud. I'm sure he my was. My mother, uh, I, I, she had her own, you know, mm -hmm. she was tired. <laughs> she was tired of seeing kids, so anyway. So how, did, so how long after you walked away from the Waltons did you get, did nurse happen? It was quick, right? Yeah, right away, really. Yeah, um, yeah right away. And um, I'd still be doing it, but I, I think I had problems with the script. Would you, can you talk about that? Because I, I've heard you say that and I was like, wow, you'd still be doing it. But, and I heard you say that you had some regrets in that regard. How was it working with Robert Reed? I didn't handle it. Robert Reed was fine. He was great. And he, he knew how to handle things. Mm. Um, I did not. I, in, I, in what sense? Well, I, what I should have done was say to Harvey Shepard, who was the head of what, CBS, um, mm -hmm. I should have phoned him up personally and said, I'm flying to LA. I'd like to take you to dinner and tell you about the problems we're having on the set. Mm. I didn't do that. I, that was the mature adult thing to have done. Are those earrings you've got on there? They are earrings. <laughs> That's so fabulous. <laughs> they're, they're, cra <laughs> they're crazy earrings. Fabulous. I love it. It's um, amazing. Yeah, they're yeah. very silly. Um, so wait, so what were the problems that you were having? What were the problems? Oh, script. She, she comes home from work and soaks in her hot tub in, a, in an apartment in Harlem. What? I mean, hello? There were no locks on the doors. I said, this is New what? York City. You know, you come home and you lock four locks and a bar across your door. Um, you know, right. I was finding little tiny things, but things that mattered to me in right. terms of being a real. Uh, a well, believable. because you're an actress from the theater where well, you yeah. take all that. Yeah. And, you know, you're, it's set in, she has supposedly a, and then there were a scene, like one scene was, um, oh, she's gonna have to have a hysterectomy. So she's thinking about killing herself and she goes into her closet. This is literally a scene, goes okay. into her closet and looks at her satin shoes with the pom-poms on them and her negligee and, and thinks to herself, how awful that she'll never be able to wear these shoes again. I'm thinking, she hasn't even been diagnosed as to whether she's gonna have to have this hysterectomy or not. <laughs> she's a nurse. She doesn't have pom-poms on her satin <laughs> bedroom slippers. I'm sorry. Just little things like that, but they drove me crazy. I thought, you know, that's not like that. And of course, on the other side, they're thinking this, can't she just do the, we're paying her good money. Can't she just do it? And you won an Emmy award for I it. I did, I know. I was so astonished and grateful, really. So, um, so what happened? To the show, it was uh, they canceled it. Because I, pissed, I pissed them off. Um, and I, I understand now, I didn't handle it well. I really didn't. Well, uh, what would you have done differently, Michael? I would have flown to LA. I would mm -hmm. have said, I need to take you out. I'd like to take you out to dinner. I'd like to tell you, can we resolve some of these problems? I would have made him a party to what mm -hmm. was happening rather than complaining this can't happen she can't do this and she wouldn't do that so i alienated the writers and i alienated um them. i won't i shouldn't have mentioned names mm -hmm. but I, I alienated some people at cbs 
and I understand. I, I do. I see their side of it mm. now. Mm -hmm. um, but I was overwhelmed and exhausted, and um, it, the working conditions were awful. We were in oh. this, we were, my dressing room was a hospital room with nothing in it except a couch and a glass table from what looked like the Salvation Army with cockroaches on the walls. Oh, my. 14, 15, 19. One day was a 19-hour day. I mean, it was insane. Wow. Wow. It, it, it's very hard to light a hospital. Um. It's not a studio where everything is kind of. They did it in a real hospital? Did it in a real hospital, metropolitan hospital in New York. Wow. So it was not, um, uh, it was a very trying experience for me and I didn't handle it as well as I could have. I should have mm. got on a plane, come out and I mean, I wouldn't, that's what I would do now. Mm -hmm. say, not that I'm ever going to, I'm too old to do a series now, but um, I would, well, I would handle did. it. You just better. did a Netflix series. You, yeah. Well, things yeah. are different now. Portland, but I'm, yeah, I don't shorter. want an old person to sign up for a, a, what could be a long running series. But um, yeah, Netflix is fun. I had a great time doing that. And um, and I'm sorry about Nurse. I mean, I wish I'd handled it in a more um, adult way. But I did didn't. it cost you anything afterwards? Did I, I mean, you worked work at CBS? 10 years. For 10 I years? Work. I didn't do a television show for 10 years after that. No. What did you do in those 10 years? Did you do theater? Thank mm -hmm. God, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was very painful at first. You know, I had to sell my apartment where I was living. I had, wow. I, it was a very hard time, yeah. How did you get back into television? Somebody asked me to do something. Uh, uh, I guess time went by and people on the high ups changed. And, mm. and I've had some angels in my life. I don't even know really how I quote got back into into television, but um, I'm not even sure I am. I just <laughs> looked, looked out and had got ten episodes, a couple of episodes on the on the uh, monster. I don't know what they're calling it. That's that's just the working title, right? Um, and I hope I get to keep working. I mean, it makes me feel good to work, doesn't it? You, I mean. Well, I haven't done the kind of work you, I do this kind of thing. I haven't done that kind of thing in a while, but yeah, it's wonderful. You have to be an artist to bring people out, to make them feel comfortable and um, get them talking. I mean, it's like, you're my best friend now. That's not easy. Well, I feel that I want to, we have to go out to lunch. I love that. I want to. Um, so, okay. So you, so you did get back into it uh, and you did theater. What about now? Is theater still something for you now? I'm I'm going up to do on Golden Pond to, in Canada, which is about an hour north of Toronto. Um, and uh, I've worked for these guys before. They're from Stratford, Ontario, and mm. um, they're wonderful guys. And uh, I actually, while we were talking, my agent called, so we're, we're still hashing out a few last minute details. But um, it's just a little town in northern Ontario. And a lovely little theater that's mm. that they run beautifully, um, and I'm gonna. I was gonna do it with Hal Linden. Oh, uh, yeah, I would have loved that, but mm. unfortunately, he he, mm. he couldn't do it. And so I'm doing it with a really good Canadian actor who's also African American. Well, African Canadian. <laughs> um, so uh, it'll be an interesting uh, twist on the play. Yes. Know? 
I'm not sure it's an accurate twist because they are both from New England. It's a very New England Maine, yes. you know, kind mm-hmm. of you know play. But he's a wonderful actor, so it'll work. So Second X was that way was a story of well, that was focused yeah, on right. it being interracially. Can you tell us a little bit about it? We started talking about that the other day and we didn't really get into it. But they knew each other, these two people knew each other as chil- as children. young. That as was children. The line was, but it, it, it's not a full, it, it could be, I would love it if they'd make a movie of it, which would, we would be like the, the frame, the older one, the older people, but it would really deal with them as children and racism. Mm. And father tears her away from this kid, doesn't want her playing with this little boy. And then they reconnect in their later years and they they fall in, they have a love story because they'd loved each other all these years and they couldn't be together oh, so it gave me goosebumps yeah second acts is sort of the, the the last chapter of what could be a movie that would start with kids and and I young adults and then finally the, we would be the sort of the older folks would be we wouldn't be the centerpiece of it mm-hmm. so to speak but um so who knows? Um, but I think that's what Jerry Pass, who produced it, was hoping for, was that mm. maybe it would get picked up. Well, you did it during the pandemic, kind of, didn't it? I mean, it's the last few years, so maybe. You never know. It, it yeah. could happen. So I, I know that, I think I know that you're an activist. And um, are you a bit, a, a bit of one? Or... Um, I read that somewhere about women's rights. No, I mean, how are you feeling about what's going on in the country now? I don't know. I'm too old and too tired. I can't, I don't, uh, I have young, my grandson living with me and I have a very activist um, uh, granddaughter. Uh, I'm not angry anymore. I used to be Mm -hmm. angry. I'm not angry anymore. I do believe, I mean, I have showed up for Black Lives Matter and um, mostly because my grandchildren are Puerto Rican, their mother's Puerto Rican and the most beautiful woman, she's gorgeous. Um, And they are, and Mm -hmm. they're my grandchildren, I adore them. And I can't believe that anybody could ever do them harm. Mm -hmm. And I've always been that way as a kid. I never understood racism. I just didn't understand it. I didn't get it. I still don't. I really don't get it. Um, Did you? Were your parents liberal? Were they? They were Republican. CIA. They were yeah, Republican. CIA. Ooh. But uh, when we were in Washington during the um, uprisings and everything, my father said if a lot of high schools, kids were going on strike. They wouldn't mm-hmm. go to school because they were integrating the schools. My father said, if you walk out of that school, don't come home. Oh wow. And I was offended because, of course, I wouldn't walk out. I mean, how could he even say that? Why would he even say that to me? But so, you know, they certainly were not racist, my parents, but they were Republican. I don't know why people are so hard on Republicans. Well, he's a Republican, too. I'm a liberal, but he's a Republican. He's a nice guy. (laughs) Well, (laughs) one one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch really fast. Um, Or a few bad apples. We cancel each other out at the voting booth. I vote. I vote liberal, he votes Republican, so there you go. So, Michael, we talked also very briefly, and I, I want to go out with this because I want to encourage you about that memoir you've been kind of dabbling mm-hmm. with and thinking about. Yeah. But 
Did you write yours? I think I, you wrote yours. I did. And you know what mine is called? It's terrible. Mine is called Don't Jump Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, My Fucking Mother. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Would you send it to me? Have somebody send it to me. I will send it to you. I'll have Harlan send it okay. to you. Oh, I'd love to read it. Oh, my God. But I relate to every page in my own way. But um, yeah, it sounds that way. But I want to really encourage you. And I, I started to tell you the way that I did it, Michael, was literally in the rooms. I heard someone say that she did five minutes a day and it had changed her life. And it took me years. And I did other things for the 12 step programs. I wrote things for that and did other things. But it took me 13 years. But it's manageable if you just break it up into little baby chunks. And you don't have to do it alone either. And I'm happy to, I coach writers and I'm happy to, really? to talk. Yes, I, I do. I would be happy to. Do you have to time read. to read anything? I'll, I'll, I'll read you. I'll read for you. I'll read for you. I will. I won't burden you, but I might send no. you something that I've I, written since we talked. I would love, I would, lo I would love that. But I'll just, I, you and it, it really is. I'm telling you if, cause once you sit down and you write five minutes, that five minutes often will turn into 10 or 15 or 20 or an hour, but sometimes it's just five minutes and that's okay. But it's being accountable. It's like, I have to count my sober days. I also have to count my writing days. So I have like 7,300, I don't know. And I send an email every day to a woman from the rooms and tell her that I've written that day. And I still do it all these years you're, later. You're inspiring me. I, I, I was writing for a while and then I stopped. I was going to a writing class. I'm such a show up. I needed to have a place to go and show no, up. No, 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 no. That's really yeah. important. Getting but, support. Yeah. I, I have would, writing workshops that I would critique always kindly and we would critique each other's work and tell them so. the term they used was I fell out during that little portion, but I was really invested in this, you know. Well, and, that's another thing. Much. I have a writing workshop on zoom twice a, uh, twice a month and you're welcome to join that too i'd like us to. yeah that, and and people and you give loving feedback only supportive feedback okay do you read your stuff on that? yeah you read oh, okay. yeah you read you just read for a few minutes and then get then loving like, feedback yeah i will i will it's monday is the next one but i i really do want to encourage you because you're you're humble about this but you are so beloved and you're so beloved because of the characters that you've played. But now I find that I love you more for who you are. You are so <laughs> spectacular. You are. You're just a beautiful woman. And I'm so grateful that I've had this opportunity to get to know you a little bit. I feel like you're my best friend. So Well, I feel I like a, it too. I have a few, not too many. I have one or two best friends. So you're now my third best friend. I'm um, um, thrilled to you're be very good at, at, at drawing you know making me feel completely comfortable and like i've known you all my life that's wonderful. well i feel that way too and listen i'm going to send you the i don't you know i don't have your email I i'm going to text you you're going to send me your email i'm going to text you and then you can and send me those pages that you wrote since we last talked i'd love to read them and i'm going okay. to send you my i'm going to send you my book i'll and do a short page so you won't be burdened but i do you don't worry about burning send it to me i got time I, i'm gonna read it um because uh because I adore you and I want, I want to, I want to know more. I want, I, and everybody wants to know more. So you need to do it. And I'm telling you a girl named Michael. I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll go there some other time. Some I like other it time. Now. Yeah. But thank you so much for doing this, Michael. I've enjoyed you so much and have a wonderful evening. Say hi to that wonderful husband of yours. I adore that. You're so happy. Yeah.
It took me a while. I had a few rehearsals. And thank you, too. My this pleasure. Have a wonderful evening. Okay. Bye. Bye.